Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833995 gold 833995 g o l d a collision between a chinese jet and an american spy plane he came and rammed into our left wing with relations increasingly strained what are the chances of things spinning out of control the western world was asleep I'm Gordon Carrera. I'll be exploring the friction in this most important of relationships and asking, has the West taken its eye off the ball? You cannot ignore China. From BBC Radio 4, this is Shadow War, China and the West. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Second hour of Clay and Buck gets going right now, everybody. And we had started off today talking about how they're telling us they couldn't find the leaker of the Dobbs decision from the Supreme Court. Big implications from that, we all recall. A crazy person showed up outside of Kavanaugh's house saying he wanted to assassinate a Supreme Court justice. There was pressure brought to bear because of this leak, and there were risks and there were dangers out there as a result. No leaker found. What happened here? Do we trust that they turned over every stone? Shannon Bream is with us. She is Fox News's uh, chief Supreme Court legal analyst. Shannon, great to have you on. It is my pleasure, Buck. How are you? I'm good. It's been a while since we talked to you. We always uh, always are very happy when you get a moment to to join us here, Shannon. I, I just wanted really your. We can get into some of the details and some of uh, what do you think the implications of this will be down the line. But first, what was your thirty thousand foot view when the announcement came out? No, nothing. They didn't find out who did this. Yeah, and they say that they'll keep following leads and looking at things that they have, but it sounded to me like they got nothing because the wording of the statement from the court said, after everything we've done, forensic, IT audits, cell phones, texts, sworn affidavits, interviews, um, we could not find anyone by a preponderance of the evidence, which you know that's such a low standard. It's basically that something is more... Thanks for coming on. Uh, First of all, I'm going to give you some props. This is a big deal. Uh, you are killing it on Fox News Sunday as the host. If people haven't checked it out, they should. Thank you. And you are going to be doing your show from the end zone of the Super Bowl. Now, I know your husband. He's fantastic. <laughs> Is that maybe the thing he's most impressed that you have ever pulled off in your career to get to do a show from the Super Bowl end zone uh, on the Sunday of Super Bowl Sunday? 
Probably so, although he's much less impressed with my football skills. He actually bought me a Nerf football and is making me throw it because there's talk that I may have to do some of these NFL drills or something while we're there. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to so pull a Fauci on the on the baseball toss, Shannon. you got to get the arm loose and get a little bit of practice have, out there. I've not mastered the spiral, that's for sure. Um, so Buck and I were talking, so congratulations on all that. Buck Thank and you. I were talking um, in the first hour, and, and he was reading through, and, and I'm sure you did as well, even if they had found the person, the criminal behavior is a bit of a stretch in terms of what they could be charged with. Do you think there might be any motivation in the wake of this leak to potentially have a statute drafted that would make it criminal to engage in behavior like this as a further sign, not just to break the Supreme Court mores and traditions, but also in the similar way that if you worked at the CIA or the FBI and you were caught leaking internally, that that might make it clear that it's a criminal offense. Does that make sense? Yeah, I totally get it. And that's um, a great question because there are laws out there that have to do with handling classified information. A Supreme Court document, a draft of an opinion is not considered classified. There are codes, ethics, codes, those kinds of things, but not necessarily a criminal penalty for disclosing something that's um, secret information at the Supreme Court. Um, that's another reason that people have questions. Listen, this, the Chief Justice kept it in-house. They wanted the marshal inside the Supreme Court to handle this. But there's also this question of, okay, if you brought in the FBI or DOJ, which I can understand the reasons the S, um, SCOTUS may not want to do that, but then if somebody lies to a federal agent or investigator, that's a whole different issue versus, listen, you can still get in trouble for signing a sworn statement, which they say everybody they interviewed did, and they all did that under penalty of perjury and denied that they leaked the document. But, you know, when you bring in a federal agent, I think that that turns up the temperature. And for whatever reason, the chief said, we're not going to do that. So, Shannon, it sounds like they could have gone a little a little more all out here than they did at a minimum, right? I mean, whether they were even willing to to chase it um, in every way they could with what they deployed here, they decided not to go with the full heat that they could. Well, what's tricky is you have classes of clerks. As you guys know, they serve a year there, and they generally cycle in and out in July. So anybody who left in July of 2022 was no longer under the reach of this investigation because it was being done internally of Supreme Court employees. And once they were gone, um, who knows if it involved a clerk or not, but if it did, you've now lost the ability to pursue that any further. So that may be a gaping hole for a lot of people that you would think, okay, they're a, a logical place to look. They potentially have different motivations. They may be completely in the clear, but once they left in July, this internal investigation had no way to reach them. Shannon, I'm curious how you would assess this. Buck and I were also talking about, hey, if you're a journalist and a draft opinion gets dropped into your lap, one of the first things I would think uh, is, okay, am I getting set up? Because there are mm -hmm. lots of different opinions that could or could not be valid. It's also possible, you well know, every major law firm in the country could have somebody draft one, right? I mean, it's not mm -hmm. uh, an exact science of what these things will look like. So if I'm Politico, it's not only that I've got the draft, it's that whoever is giving me the draft has to be so supremely reliable that I'm willing to go out there on a limb because you're probably not going to get any confirmation, right? Like It's not like you can call them up and be like, hey, Supreme Court, we got its draft opinion. The Supreme Court's not going to say, yeah, it's accurate or inaccurate. Don't Doesn't that lead you to believe that whatever 
route by which this opinion got to them, Politico felt like, okay, this is a slam dunk. This is 100% real. Yeah, and it makes it feel like it lends credence to the theory that it was an inside job. Also because the the report we got from the Supreme Court yesterday said we went through all of our IT, we used all the forensics we've had, and we found it's highly unlikely that someone breached our system from outside or yep. that this was a hack, which is essentially them saying, too, again, it sounds like it's an inside job. And you're right. If I'm a reporter and somebody brings it to me, um, your every alarm and bell and whistle is going to go off in your head unless you are convinced that person had direct access to it. And we know from this report there were 82 different people who did. Yeah, you don't you don't want to get Dan Rather National Guard documented on this one. So. Well, yeah, you don't. right. Yeah, big you big do deal. Not. For and I like sure. the way you describe that as if it's its own like dictionary entry. I think it kind of is at this point, right? You got you got Dan Rather, you got Dan Rather. You ran with the fake docs, and now you got to pay the price. Shannon, in terms of the 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 long term, uh, we're speaking to Shannon Bream, Fox News is a chief judicial, uh, uh, chief Supreme Court analyst. Um, Shannon, the, uh, the 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 court going forward. Do you think that people were we all just kind of aware that it was very politicized before this and so this doesn't do much? Or do you think this has really sh- shifted and shaped perception about a willingness to use the court and really abuse the court as a weapon of politics? Yeah, and listen, the court, um, it goes through waves of people who don't like it, whether your party appointees are sort of in the majority or they're in the minority. People, you know, will have all kinds of very distinct uh, criticisms of the court. Right now, Democrats don't like it. They are in the minority when it comes to their party's nominees. And so they talk constantly about packing the court, about doing things to the court so that it won't be political, whereas you have members of the court, including Justice Stephen Breyer, who was on the left of the court, say, when you start to do stuff like that, it does politicize the court, and it does make the court look political. So, uh, listen, there are people who are – they've been split over Roe v. Wade for 50 years, and so no matter what the court did, the other side was going to view it as political you know, the substance of the decision, aside from the fact that it was leaked, but that's the absolute last thing the justices over there want. And they're very sensitive to that. You know, any portrayal of them as being partisan. Shannon, we're sitting at 5149 for theoretically the next two years, assuming people stay healthy and all those things. There seems to be a certain amount of pressure that is get ratcheting, getting ratcheted up on some of the older justices on the left wing, even though they aren't particularly that old, with the mm-hmm. idea being you look at that map, 2024 Senate majority seems like it's really going to be in peril. Maybe the uh, Democrats dodged one here. Do you get the sense that Joe Biden might have the chance to appoint another justice, or do you think everybody's basically going to stay locked in, even though it may be a while until we have a Democrat Senate and a Democrat president, Mm -hmm. both in office. Yeah, I think all the appointees, all the current justices on the court have very much invested in staying put as long as they possibly can for various reasons that make sense based on, you know, the party that put them there. Um, The justices on the left side, I mean, they're relatively young in terms of Supreme Court justices. So absent something that forced them to step down, I don't see them going anywhere. You remember the enormous pressure that was on Justice Ginsburg to step down before you know President Trump's election. She was into her 80s and saying, you know, get lost. I'm not going anywhere. So, you know, there's always speculation, too, about um, the Republican appointees. They are, by and large, older than the other side of the bench, but they're going to do everything they can to hang on through the next presidential election, no doubt. Shannon Bream, everybody. Shannon, appreciate you joining us, and you should check out Shannon's show and look for her on Fox News. Shannon, thanks so much. Have a great weekend. 
Rising inflation, a volatile stock market wreaking havoc on retirement accounts until economic uncertainty turns around. The Phoenix Capital Group suggests you diversify your investments. They're introducing investors to high-value oil and gas right here in the U.S., oil and gas investments, with a current yield ranging from 8% to 11% APY paid monthly. These are corporate bond offerings, and they're open to all investors with that annual interest paid monthly. The Phoenix Capital Group offers live webinars to learn about Phoenix's business structure, ways they offer uh, security for the offerings, risks, and their financials. They host live Q&As where they'll answer all of your questions. Sign up at investingwithphx.com or call 323-PHOENIX. Investment in bonds has a certain risk before making investment decisions. You should carefully consider and review all risks involved. Sign up today at investingwithphx.com. Again, that website is investingwithphx.com. Or if you want to call them on the phone, the number is 323-PHOENIX. That's 323-P-H-O-E-N-I-X. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Voices of sanity in an insane world. High Five Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hello, I'm Dr. Michael Mosley, and I want to let you know about my new immersive BBC Radio 4 podcast series, Deep Calm. It's all about how to tap into and activate a remarkable system that we all have hardwired inside of us our relaxation response and it's been developed to be listened to at any time you want to really unwind i hope you'll listen wherever you get your bbc podcast welcome back in clay travis buck sexton show appreciate all of you hanging out with us as we power through the friday edition of the program we hope all of you are going to have fantastic weekends encourage you as always to go subscribe to the podcast uh make sure you don't miss a single moment you can search out my name clay travis you can search out buck sexton's name uh i wanted to hit you guys with this um as obviously everyone is off in davos it feels like uh one of the people uh that is actually speaking out and giving some semblance of truth jamie diamond who is the ceo of chase 
Buck, we were talking about earlier in our discussion surrounding the debt limit and all of the uh, crazy amounts of debt that we have laid uh, laid onto this country, over $31 trillion of it. One thing that has become paramount is there aren't that many people who understand basic business involved in politics, but also that ideology, particularly as it pertains to the climate change crisis, and that's in quotation marks, has led many people to be willing to essentially destroy basic economics as it pertains to energy over uh, their belief that they have to remake the entire economy, even though there's not energy support outside of oil and gas to make that possible. Well, Jamie Dimon actually spoke out and said, we need oil and gas. God bless him, because there's hardly anybody, it feels like, who's willing to say this in the public arena, certainly at Davos, when you look at all the craziness that's come out there. Let's listen to Jamie Dimon here. We need oil and gas. For how long? Cheap oil, 50 for, years. For 50 years. And you know, it's 100 million barrels a day that are used by the world to heat fuel. True, heat true climate zealots want to end but, it now. But, but the they want to end it now, Jamie. They, get it, to get it you right. can't get the two yeah, to, to, get, to right. come together. Then, then you'll have a, a, a calamity, a global depression. That was on CNBC, Buck, and he's 100% right. But so few people will say it. I think it was just to, I, I want to make sure, because I hate when I see an article that I love, and it's actually from like five years ago, and it was like, oh, you don't read the dates on things. But there was something that was circulating uh, recently on, oh, oh, wait, hold on, hold on, let me make sure that I have this right, uh, on recycling, Clay, once yeah. again. Yes, January 19th, 2023, New York Post. The costly stupidity of the recycling religion which is part of this whole lunacy. Recycling cardboard and paper. And listen fine. to this carefully, Laura Travis. Buck is speaking in our household because I get ridiculed so much over my lack of care about our recycling bin at the Travis household. I am lacerated over this. I don't know what Buck's going to say. You have the floor, sir. It is very clear that the only recycling that actually does any, the only recycling that works at all is aluminum cans and cardboard. The rest of recycling, even Greenpeace, cardboard is not helping me. Ah, uh, even Greenpeace breaking up the boxes. Plastic recycling is a dead end street. It is basically ended, and it basically ends up in landfills anyway. And that plastic recycling, even to do it, is enormously energy intensive. And that most of the plastic that we think is being recycled is just sent to third world countries and ends up in the oceans or in their landfills because they're not going to recycle it. So a lot of this recycling stuff is, is total garbage. And you actually look and there's a, there's a thing in here. This is by John Stossel, by the way. To use a metal straw and make up for the carbon footprint of the metal straw versus a paper straw, you have to use the metal straw 150 times. This yeah. is also why when you add in the cost of electric vehicles, again, the carbon and energy cost to create an electric vehicle, it takes a very long time before you even catch up to where you are. And that doesn't take into account what's required to get to the, uh, the rare earth elements used in these batteries, like the lithium battery or whatever it is they have in these cars now. So the, all this environmental stuff, it's amazing. I mean, they don't even, they don't think through, you know, does wind and solar, where does it work? Where does it not work? It's just all a religious belief masquerading as saving the planet. 
unless they're willing to look at individual practices, individual case studies, look at the data, the science, the numbers, because there's no dispute over the numbers when you look at them and realize, oh, this thing that we've been telling everybody to do is pointless or even counterproductive from an environmental perspective. So the climate greens are maniacs is basically why I'm coming to this. And, and most of them are doing this not in any real desire to save the planet, but because they want to be able to lecture everyone about how much better of a moral being they are. And this has been my argument for a long time. And look, Buck, at the very end of this year, we had a uh, climate issue here in when you were right like the last, I think the last Friday of the year, December 23rd, if I remember correctly. It was super cold in Nashville and super cold all over the country, particularly the southeast where it doesn't usually get that cold, even all the way cold down to Miami. Um, and they had to start rationing off the amount of energy you could use in Tennessee. It's never happened in my life. And it's because all these crazy people out there are trying to replace reliable energy sources with wind power, with solar power, with all these things that cannot get to the level of energy that we need in this country. And as a result, you have to even sit around like we're doing the radio show. I had to be like, hey, I might get knocked off. I had to tell our staff, hey, let's have a backup plan in case I get knocked off today. Never even contemplated. Now, hey, if a a tornado comes through, weather conditions, knocks down electricity poles, that's happened forever. But the idea, just because they couldn't satisfy demand, they started a football game an hour late. It's all crazy. Clay, we do not have the technology, the battery, uh, the batteries that we need, the grid hookups that we need. These things do not exist right now to go fully green the way these maniacs want us to. And to try to do these things just makes everything more frustrating and expensive and could create massive problems uh, depending on whether you actually have a, you know, if you have a down grid and, and all the things that come with that. So it's, they're, they're out of their minds. They're out of their minds. And maybe you're out of your mind because you've been losing so much money in your business because it's been a really difficult business environment. Well, guess what? GetRefunds.com gets you hooked up. Uh, If you're a small business owner and you've been receiving tax refunds from the IRS, if your business has five or more employees managed to make it through COVID, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. Not a loan, no payback, refund of your taxes. They've got highly trained lawyers who will review your funds, and if they get back a recovery, they will share that money with you. They'll just take a percentage. doesn't cost you anything. Why would you not check and see if this makes sense for you? Go to GetRefunds.com, click on Qualify Me, answer a few questions. Payroll tax refund only available for a limited amount of time. Don't miss out. GetRefunds.com. No risk, high reward. GetRefunds.com. Sexton, on the front lines of truth. As we found... uh... We found a handful of documents were failed, uh, were filed in the wrong place. We immediately turned them over to the archives and the Justice Department. We're fully cooperating, looking forward to getting this resolved quickly. I think you're going to find there's nothing there. I have no regrets. I'm following what the lawyers have told me they want me to do. It's exactly what we're doing. There's no there there. There's no there there, except the documents were there and there. And there, classified documents that Joe Biden 
left in various places. I do think it's hard for us not to take a, a moment here to remember that it was just a few months ago that we were told, uh, what was it, in August of last year, that what Donald Trump had done keeping documents that he says he declassified when he was president, which he has the full authority as president to do, in a locked storage area of Mar-a-Lago that apparently included something written on a napkin. I don't know. I just, I don't buy that the nuclear codes were written on a napkin. I'm just going to say it. I, I don't think that our most sensitive assets were all written on the back of a cocktail napkin. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb, but they made a huge deal of it. They, they have a, a special counsel, a component of a special counsel investigation over this issue. And now Joe Biden's trying to tell everybody it's no, it's no big deal. Now, my contention with all of this is it, I, I still think, and this is subject to change, events can overtake analysis on this. I still believe that Joe Biden is going to run. I still believe that Joe Biden, um, is going to be able to get past this classified document story i don't think this is the thing that brings joe biden down that's my belief i could be wrong but i believe that they're going to run this special counsel investigation and the the system knows what to do here just like the system at some level with hillary did what it had to do to protect her when she was running but then there's this other stuff that keeps percolating clay a little more comes out a little more comes out this is from the daily mail it's an exclusive. All in the family, Joe Biden is named in a 2017 email discussing multi-million dollar gas deal with China with a Louisiana lawyer writing to Brother Jim that he arranged a call with the former vice president and his son Hunter to discuss the purchase. Now, I understand that it's easy to get kind of lost into some of these details. We've heard a lot of stuff about the Biden crime family before and what it's up to. But I think we're starting to get closer and closer to it becomes inevitable for people to realize that Joe Biden was not just the name they were selling, that Joe Biden was himself part of the access peddling scheme, knew about it, lied about knowing about it. And this is this is corrupt. I mean, at a minimum, there should be a political price that you would think has to be paid as a result of this. I think Joe Biden thought his political career was over. That's the the sort of linchpin of why all of this would have occurred with Hunter and decided I've had my tenure in the United States government. Now it's time to make money. And I think he flipped aggressively to let's make money and have some legacy for the Biden family to show for the 40 plus years that we spent in office. And I don't think he ever contemplated that he was going to be running for president necessarily. I just don't think he thought there was a, a lane for him to be elected president in 2017 and 2018 when all of these activities and actions were on, were ongoing. And Buck, I'll just point out, there are the photos and videos of Hunter Biden driving Joe Biden's Corvette, the Corvette that we know because Joe Biden said it himself, was in the garage alongside of the classified documents that were in his home. That should be out there. Remember, you mentioned this a little bit ago. After the Mar-a-Lago raid, I think we talked about this. We said, oh, you know what, there's going to be, they're going to argue that these are incredibly dangerous documents. They came out and said, you know, nuclear codes, like all this. What were the documents that everybody had access to 
in Joe Biden's garage? And how many other places were these documents stored? And why would he have them? Right? My argument here has been somebody knew that Biden had something he wasn't supposed to have. And that's why they had $1,000 an hour attorneys going through these documents. Because remember, Buck, the first argument they put out was, well, we just discovered these in the process of closing down that office at the Penn Biden Center in Washington, D.C. But then the details didn't really make sense. How did you discover them? Well, a lawyer found an envelope, and then he opened that envelope, and he pulled the papers out, and he saw that they had classified markings on them. Why did you have a lawyer who was making $1,000 an hour going through your documents? That's Moving's not fun. Moving with uh, movers who cost $1,000 an hour uh, That would really be not fun. That's, that's a really, I, I got that's news a really for crappy you. move. I got news for you. Again, I'm an expert move. I'm an expert in making scrambled eggs and moving apartments. Uh, these are things I've done far too many times. The 20% suggested tip in cash at the end of the move is not really suggested. Like all of a sudden, your tra- you know, your, your prized vase is going to have a crack in it. You, you got to pay the guys. I look, they were, I will say one of the jobs that I believe I- I'm amazed at how hard people work is movers. Oh, Moving yeah. is one of those jobs where I'm just like, so I'm, I'm happy to pay their, their, but I just think it's funny because there's always, and it's always in cash and it's 20%. It's at the oh, end. Yeah. They've earned every penny, but there's no like, yeah, I think we're going to do like a 10%. No, no, no. It's 20%. So that hasn't been explained. You have a thousand dollar attorney who is opening envelopes and finding classified documents. So what's he looking for? What do these documents consist of? And how many people had access to them? Those are really pretty integral questions. You know, there's there's stonewalling that the White House is engaging in, and I think, unfortunately, they're going to be able to, as they always are, get away with it to a large extent. I don't think we should overpromise what's likely to come out of all this because the the media apparatus is still, for now, they're still behind Biden. I think there's been a little bit of a jump a little too soon on our side to, oh, this is... This is an internal coup to push Biden out. I know that was a first impulse a lot of people had. Um, I, I don't think this is that. I think this is Joe Biden. Now, and by the way, I've changed my thinking on this the more I've, I've gone through it. So I don't pretend that this is an obvious answer or that I'm definitely right. But I just think Joe Biden is a buffoon. Yes. And now they're trying to play. I think this is clean up on aisle Biden. And it's just not an easy thing to clean up because of the Mar-a-Lago doc you know, imbroglio specifically. And so they're trying to figure this out. Now, could this have the effect down the line of helping to pressure Biden to not run again? Yeah, sure, maybe. But I don't think, you know, especially when people said, oh, you know, maybe they put the documents there. No, they have all, I think they have all the leverage they need with Hunter. And that's a much more clear path to the apparatus pushing Joe aside. This document thing, He's going to be able to ride this one out, just like Hillary. Look, just like Trump. I mean, there's a controversy over the documents. You can say Trump's not in the wrong or only a little bit in the wrong, but there there were classified documents there that they had to turn over. So I just don't see – I don't think this is the end. That's that's my I, sense. I, I particularly – I agree with you, and I particularly think that, Buck, because the person who they would have in the wings waiting to take over is worse than Joe Biden. So I think Democrats are trying to forestall the battle that eventually they're going to have to have to keep Kamala from being the nominee because she's such a disastrous candidate. In fact, when we come back in the next segment, I have a theory that Kamala Harris's speechwriters all hate her 
and regularly put things in the speech for her to read that they know is going to look and sound awful. And if the vice president for Joe Biden, like let, let's presume Barack Obama was Joe Biden's vice president right now, I think 100% there would be a mechanism underway to try to knock Biden out so Joe Biden didn't run and Barack Obama could run. If there was an extremely able vice president, I would buy into that argument. The problem is, if you knock Biden out, the later that it takes to knock Biden out, Buck, the more guaranteed it is that it's Kamala who would basically just take the baton, right? Because if Biden suddenly came out in July or August and said, hey guys, I'm not running for re-election next year, it would be such a rapid turnaround Nobody would have the infrastructure or the campaigns up to be able to run, so Kamala would get that baton. If there were somebody really uh, capable behind him, I might buy into that. I don't hear. But this Kamala talking about electricity, I think everybody's going to love it. Something else going on today in D.C. I wanted to tell you all about. Many of you already know, today in D.C. is the March for Life. We do that march in the pro-life community every year, right? And we're a part of it in a sense because we're fighting for life every day on this program in partnership with the preborn pregnancy clinics. Preborn pregnancy clinics offer mothers who are considering an abortion an alternative to give their babies life. These mothers are making a difficult decision, and preborn is there to provide care and compassion and support. They start that relationship by offering an ultrasound, allowing the mother to hear the heartbeat and see the precious life growing inside her. So often, that experience, that introduction between mother and child, makes her twice as likely to choose life. But preborn doesn't stop there. The preborn clinics provide mothers with counseling, diapers, baby clothes, and assistance for up to two years. All of this happens because of your donations, you, the pro-life community. An ultrasound is just $28. That's where this all starts. Get involved today with a donation in that amount if you can. Just $28. 100% of your gift goes to saving the lives of unborn children. With your help and that of others, Preborn has saved the lives of hundreds of thousands of unborn babies who were born. Use your phone, dial pound 250, and say the keyword baby. Again, from your phone, dial pound 250, say the word baby, or donate at preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K. All gifts are tax deductible and put to valuable use. Sponsored by Preborn. The voices of sanity in an insane world. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? 
It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. A collision between a Chinese jet and an American spy plane. He came and rammed into our left wing. With relations increasingly strained, what are the chances of things spinning out of control? The Western world was asleep. I'm Gordon Carrera. I'll be exploring the friction in this most important of relationships and asking, has the West taken its eye off the ball? You cannot ignore China. From BBC Radio 4, this is Shadow War, China and the West. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Closing up shop almost one more hour next hour. And I've got, I'm just going to say... I've got a clip that you guys, if you haven't heard it already, to start off the third hour of the show, your jaw is going to drop when you hear the audio that we are going to play for you at the top of the third hour. Just a tease, I will be stunned if your jaw doesn't drop, uh, presuming you haven't heard it, and I bet most of you have not. But, thesis, Buck. Kamala Harris's speechwriters all hate her and regularly put things in her speech that they know are going to make her look ridiculous because according to a lot of reports, she's not that hard of a worker. She's not paying a lot of attention. They put it in a teleprompter. She will read it. So I don't even know what she was doing a speech on, but in the midst of this speech, she decides that she needs to explain how electricity, (laughs) sorry, how electricity works. And this is Kamala Harris. Remember, she's told us how school buses work. She's told us that you can see the moon through a telescope. Here is Kamala Harris, maybe the worst. I mean, she's so bad, Buck, that even people who see Joe Biden as president are like, yeah, we can't give her the job. She might be the only politician in America who is so incompetent that people are like, well, Joe Biden's bad, but at least he ain't as bad as Kamala. Here's Kamala Harris breaking down electricity Put your learning caps on. Today, America has more than half a million miles of transmission lines, enough to wrap around the globe 24 times. These lines connect the power plants where electricity is created to homes and businesses and schools and hospitals across our nation. Think about it. Every time you turn on a light, or charge your laptop, or plug in your air conditioner, or put leftovers in the fridge, you rely on the power delivered by our nation's network of transmission lines. Or you you plug in your hair dryer, or you have a a lava lamp like when you were in college. Or you have the uh, the curling iron. (laughs) So I'm just like, how long do we sit through the explanation of? electricity for all of us i'm just wondering kamala harris it's funny i was my oldest uh, son was writing a paper uh last night and i walked by and i was like how long does the paper have to be It was like four thousand words i was like oh that's you know when you get a word limit or a word requirement everybody out there has had these like hey this is a 
this has to be an eight-page paper. You know, I want this to be 4,000 words or whatever the heck it's going to be. Everybody out there remembers that time when you've looked at that little uh, number counter and you're like, man, this is only this is only 700 words and I've got to have 800 words. And then you just go write a paragraph and you rewrite a paragraph. You know, you, everybody has done that at some point in time. Every time Kamala Harris speaks, it feels like she's trying to hit a word limit that she hasn't done enough homework to be able to reach on her own. I just, you know, I thought that it was impossible for them to make Joe Biden president. I really did. And so I, I was, I just missed that one. You know, obviously he is today the president. I have the same feeling about Kamala Harris. It's just not possible that they really think that she could, but you know, who knows? Fetterman, they're very when, powerful. When John Fetterman got elected, all bets were off on yeah. any restrictions on who Democrats could potentially elect. And remember, Fetterman didn't just, didn't just win. He won by four points. Did you see him getting sworn in, Buck? The dude can't speak. I mean, he is incapable of communication. He could barely speak when he got sworn into his Senate yeah. seat. He can't do the job. I couldn't even make it, by the way, in the pale blue eye, which is the Netflix movie that he is in. I couldn't even make it to the scene that he's apparently in just because it's not I, good. I thought that I was kind of looking forward to watching that. So boring, dude. Really? So boring. Yeah, it was a shame. That's why you haven't, you would, Christian Bale is one of the best living actors today, yeah. in my opinion. So, you know, and that's, that's and not it's a rare set at opinion. West Point in like the 1830s. So it's a that's cool a, setting. Yeah. It's a cool concept. It is not well executed. So I never even got to see Fetterman's cinematic debut, which is kind of disappointing. I mean, I'll go brutal. back and check it out. Yeah. When we come back, Buck, you know the uh, it's an awful story. This uh, this guy who got charged with murder in Massachusetts of the mom. Uh, they still haven't found her body, to my knowledge, but they have arrested the husband. And there's been a lot of discussion about, hey, what kind of evidence did they have against him? And one of the things, Buck, was he said, I didn't even leave the house other than to go buy ice cream for the kids. And then they found him on camera buying $450 worth of cleaning supplies at the Home Depot. Well, they brought him in front of the judge. And the judge read the affidavit of arrest. And anybody out there who's ever thought about being a defense attorney, I want you to listen to this, aff this affidavit of arrest. A very serious case. But I swear your jaw will drop at some of the evidence that they presented about what this guy did. And I just want all of you out there to think, oh my goodness, what would I do to try to defend him? Final hour of the week coming up next. And this audio that we're going to play for you at the top of the third hour, you're going to be like, this is a tough road for the defense attorney here. You haven't heard it, I don't think. I think you've read some of it, but you haven't heard it. Hearing it makes it even worse. That and more coming up on this Friday, everybody. Stay with us here on Clay and Buck. You know there's more coming. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at high the number 5 casinocom High Five Casino. 
a collision between a Chinese jet and an American spy plane. He came and rammed into our left wing. With relations increasingly strained, what are the chances of things spinning out of control? The Western world was asleep. I'm Gordon Carrera. I'll be exploring the friction in this most important of relationships and asking, has the West taken its eye off the ball? You cannot ignore China. From BBC Radio 4, this is Shadow War, China and the West. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. What are you looking for in a new smart TV? 4K picture quality? High quality and immersive sound? A sleek design? All of those are givens, but only the new Roku Pro series has all of those and the Roku streaming experience, an award-winning OS. Get fast, easy access to all your apps like iHeart, where you can stream all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts all day, and regular all-inclusive trips to Roku City. The new Roku Pro series, a smart TV built by the streaming pros. 